Hello and welcome to Patch Notes, the mostly daily gaming podcast from Trusted Reviews. I'm Jordan King, the games writer, joined by... Al Stevenson, reviews editor. Uh, Phil Kelly, video producer. Yes, and last week I went on a day trip to Paris to play Streets of Rage 4. How was that? Uh, it's good. I went to the studio, which is .emu. Yeah. It's made by... Well, it's published by .emu, but it's made by Lizard Cube, who did... That remake of Wonder Boy a couple of years back. Which is phenomenal. Yeah, it's a wonderful remake. Yeah. And this is it's also made by Guard Crush Games, who did Streets of Fury. Oh, right. Okay. Which I think is like a homage of sorts to Streets of Rage. Yeah, yeah. And it's made by these and the artist who did the Wonder Trap has has done all the aesthetic for this. So it looks absolutely gorgeous. So as somebody who who grew up on Streets of Rage and absolutely adored it. Uh, they've not gone uh, sort of Worms 3D on it. They've done the sort of classic, you know, 2D style, or is it now sort of dolled up? This is Streets of Rage. It's ve- the development is clearly very early, and they've told me they're still prototyping features and stuff. Okay. So I played two what looked like very early stages through, like, dingy towns and stuff. One looked like Chinatown, and the two characters I played as were Axel and I think her name's Blaze? Okay, so, yeah, it's classics. Yeah, so two returning characters, and just immediately you're thrust in you've got a light attack and heavy attacks and you just i just went to town immediately i immediately felt at home having played the older games even though they came out like before i was born yeah Mm -hmm. is it the same kind of like bash a barrel pick up a knife or is that what they're tweaking there's no weapons in it yet okay they told me that's something they're introducing but you do have like heat and super moves now which you activate by pressing triangle or y okay and it's essentially it's a meter that builds up and it's like a dragon punch or like a Kamehameha from Dragon Ball. Okay. Because it used to be that like your special was uh, like it would pan back across the whole level and there would be a cop with a rocket launcher yeah, yeah. who would fire this oh, rocket launcher okay. into the battle area and that would kind of mess everybody up except you for some reason. Yeah, yeah to summarize, for some reason collateral damage from the cars didn't get you but your teammate could punch you in the face. Yes, which friendly fire is a thing because that happened multiple times. Cause okay. I, was, I was playing alongside a developer who was like walking me through things. Yeah. And like a guy from marketing who was doing most of the talking. And yeah, you can beat yourself up, but it feels like this is in very early stages of development. Okay. I and played through two stages and it was like, okay, end of demo. Right. And what platforms are they aiming for? Are they getting uh, across the board? They or? haven't said. Right. They haven't confirmed platforms yet. Okay, so this is super. Yeah, like, it must be to not know what the platforms are, yeah. surely. And no kind of ETA on when it's going to yeah, come Yeah, they just went, it will be ready when it's ready. They were quite cagey on that. Interesting. Mm. I mean, I hate to say it, but I will definitely buy it when it comes out just out of nostalgia. But I mean, I have all of the soundtracks <laughs> on vinyl. <laughs> that was a touching point because there's a bit of controversy about the original composer not returning for this. Yeah. And I touched upon this and they almost like laughed in my face going, yeah, fans are talking about this being a major worry for them. And they went, we'll be making announcements on that. I wouldn't say it's a worry for me. I just enjoy the soundtrack. Yeah, definitely. And the artwork is awesome. And it's that's kind of how I like to revisit Streets of Rage. But I think this is in really good hands. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I look forward to it. Yeah, just yeah. hopefully sooner rather than later. And yeah. they, they did stress this is a sequel. It's it's not like a remake or like a yeah. homage. They, they're going to build upon the series instead of relying on what it had. Yeah. Which makes it makes me excited. But... As I said, very early, all the sound effects and stuff were placeholder, and they were stressing that to a massive point. But what they're doing is really interesting. Uh, the approach seems good. I mean, I, I just hope that they have the same sort of 
frenemy approach to the co-op where you've always got to watch your back a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to put any spoilers to people who haven't played Streets of Rage 1, but if you haven't, you should. But yeah, me and my brother didn't speak a few months after we got to the end the first time. <laughs> oh, there is one more new feature that I forgot to mention. The health system is kind of like Bloodborne in that you have a yellow gauge, which is your main health, and like a fainter green gauge when health is chipped away. Right. So if you're aggressive, you can regain lost health. So it's doing that thing of like getting yeah. involved. So you get hit, don't push yourself to the side if you hit back within a certain time. It provides an incentive, yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. It's still 2D side-scrolling. Yes, totally. They haven't messed with the space or any 3D kind of arena yeah. No, stuff. it's it's just like a 2D plane, but you can move up and down yeah. across it. All the same stuff. Okay. There's still roast chickens in the street, stuff like that. If there's roast chickens on the street, then there's definitely going to be weapons. They obviously just have something fun planned for the weapons. Yeah, yeah I hope so. I want cool. a lightsaber. I don't know if they'll go that far. One can hope. One can dream. I mean, we've seen some pretty extreme things. Here comes a segue. Speaking of extreme things that we've seen recently, (laughs) tell us about the new limited edition, special edition, limited edition Devil May Cry 5 that will set you back six Gs. Yeah, this is, it's exclusive to Japan, Capcom has said, but they've done this before with like Resident Evil and stuff. I don't know, maybe the Japanese players just really like expensive coats. But this is like the ultra premium edition, they've called it. And you can get jackets for either Dante, Nero, or V, mm-hmm. the new character who looks like a My Chemical Romance wannabe. With the these, I always kind of wonder, do they let you pick a size? Because That's it, a very good question. I mean, can you imagine if you spent six grand on that and it's like, they've Doesn't just made fit. it like, <laughs> yeah, because I'm just thinking as well with Japanese sizes going from Europe, because if you're going there and they've built, made it and it's either like too small or like absolutely fat man style like for somebody who has actually got Dante's build. Well more importantly one of the jackets is ripped from the elbow on yeah. one sleeve. That is just not good value for money. So it's a really good looking like it, the thing yeah, about like these I'd jackets wear is. wear that if yeah. it had the second sleeve. Exactly. They are nice jackets if you are if you can pull off a long trench coat-esque jacket. Are they both leather? They are they look well made they look well thought out yeah. they don't look video look gamey enough. but one of them's got a freaking ripped arm it's because he like nero has like a robot arm so it, it's accurate to the law yeah but it, but it's not a coat you'd want to wear accurate like, to being a jacket but i mean if you're not a gamer that just makes it look like you're a little bit of a tramp really i mean you know it looks a little bit homeless jackety with we're the, about uh, to flash jacket. someone with Dante's. so also you said here in the article that you have to pay a higher price for nero's uh, oh. Yes. So they've uh, actually tiered the jackets. V's comes in at 600,000 yen, which is about four grand. <laughs> then mean. Nero's is seven, well, three quarters of a million, and that's five grand. And then Dante's is almost a million yen coming, at, coming in at 6,100. So the most popular character is the most expensive. Yeah. Which you can see what they're doing. Yeah. What What do you both think about special editions? What's the most you've ever paid for? a special edition and like what did it come with or are you just not fussed um there's only one game i've ever bought special editions of and that was one series and that was final fantasy yeah and that was just because they always used to put these lovely art books in there where they'd have you know mm. all the concepts and the you know the concept art there is one of the only things i've ever done um but yeah special editions for me i'll pay more for content so as in a season pass if i think the game's going to merit it mm. but for tap like a jacket I'm not spending six grand. Yeah, I won't spend six grand on a lot of things, to be honest with you. Have you spent anything, 
crazy for special I wouldn't edition, say okay. spent, but when I was reviewing Nino Kuni 2, I was sent their big King's Edition, which yeah. I think retailed for about £180. Right. And it was this giant box thing. It had like an, a thick old art book, yeah. a vinyl, a giant statue, a steel book. I think buying big special editions is just like you have more stuff to store. Mm-hmm. So unless you really love the game. I think from what I've seen, there's only one collector slash special edition that has ever been worth anything of any value down the line and I think that that was The Last of Us because it came with like an Ellie sleeve and a Joel oh, yes, sleeve yes, I know and there was mean. a big kind of thing and that's the only one that I think has really kept or gained any particular value over time. Yeah. I've not gone into a deep dive but I've seen it up there in terms of if you want to buy it on eBay and stuff I, like I that. I think the only other exceptions I've seen are in the retro market where it's kind of rarity rather than actual yeah. what you get and things like that so you know little limited edition runs of specific games yeah things like that but that again very niche what does, has just come out recently where it doesn't even come with the game and they're touting it as a special edition and it comes with like a car it's a remote control quad, like a quad or something from a oh. game is it one of the halos no it's was not. this mass effect andromeda yes it's mass effect andromeda and they they marketed it as the special edition but you're literally just buying a remote control car. Yeah, because you got the Mako, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah but it doesn't come with the game. And it comes with an empty steelbook to put the game in. And I mean, in fairness, Andromeda, it, it, you know, even if you bought it digitally, didn't really come with much of a game, so you're not missing out much. I just think that that's cheeky. So, so cheeky. Well, look, if either of you have a spare uh, quarter of a million lying around, you can still buy the Dying Light, my Apocalypse special edition. Which my comes, Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, which comes with a house. I mean, that that at least, I mean, given real estate values, that at least is... Uh, well, in this market. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I live in that house. I wonder what they're going to do with it when the new game comes out. Are they going to slash the price? Where is the house located? I, I don't know. I haven't... It's just you get a house. A house. A full house that is... Well, you might need a visa, zombie, depending on where it is. Zombie-proof. Yeah. I think it's UK-based. And when, when you... Scunfall. S- slough. <laughs> but yeah. Just zombie house and slough. <laughs> it's like, yes. The ultimate defense... Nobody, nobody wants to be there, even the zombies. Uh, anybody who's from Slough, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I know that you're the data center capital of the UK. No man Slough. Um, <laughs> what else have you got for us today, Jordan? Uh, finally, Dark Souls remastered after a long old delay since the PS4 and Xbox One releases has finally come to Switch. Yeah. Our review is up on the site. We gave it 8 out of 10, and it's a very solid port. What are, the, what are the frame rates like on that? Because with Dark Souls, it's it's so so dependent on you having above, in my mind, 60 FPS. It is both 30 docked and undocked, but from what I've analysis I've seen and words from my reviewer, it's incredibly steady, even in portable mode. Yeah, and it seems that the lower it, it's also 720p portable, it and a adaptable resolution when docked. But the lowest it seems to go to is 900p. So it seems like it's not as good if you've got the other consoles, but... Playing it on the go, playing yeah. Dark Souls on the move. There's and compromises there that have been made, but they seem worthwhile. just doesn't feel like a game that appeals to me to play on the go. Me neither. Like, um, if it's a good port, great. But Dark Souls is the kind of thing where you go, right, I'm going to... I got two hours possibly three. I'm going to get lost. I'm going to take a, a run at this and I'm going to see if I can chip away at another little bit yeah. more. It's yep. not something I'm going to whip out on a 30-minute train ride and go, you know what, I'll just see if I can make it to another campfire. Because it's not going to happen. No. And I'm going to get more stressed playing Dark Souls commuting than the commute without Dark Souls. But there is a benefit here because Dark Souls, you can't pause it, can you? 
Yeah. But with portable with Nintendo Switch, you can just put it to sleep. So right. it, you're technically cheating, but if you wanted a way to be able to pause it during a boss battle or something, if you okay. get a bit nervous, then you could technically put it into sleep uh, mode. That's against the spirit of the game. I've got to say with Phil, though, the other bigger issue, big issue for me about playing that on the go is the language I use at certain points playing Dark Souls yeah, is totally. definitely not fit for public consumption. And that's... you already have a reputation for lashing out on public transport uh, Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. people step on your broken toes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah but yeah. that's totally reasonable. Um, but otherwise, docked it plays really well. Yes, it plays a 1080p 30. It doesn't have the like visual upgrades that the PS4 and Xbox One versions do. Like some, it seems that a lot of the textures match the 360 and PS3 releases, aside from some lighting upgrades. And the, the review also talks about some of the audio files are more compressed, particularly yeah. in dialogue and narration. So it sounds almost like it's being done with a sock on the microphone or something. Okay. There's been like I've seen like some direct comparisons of the two, and it does seem quite noticeable, which is a shame. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's going to happen, and you know, like I've said it before, I'll say it again. For me, this is just yet another reason I haven't bought a Switch. Just an old game re-released for portable. Breath of the Wild, though, and yeah. all of the indie titles. I'll get around to it if when when there are ten exclusive games which I will play to fruition, I will buy a Switch. Okay, well, just because he's not here, I need to represent Dead Cells. Dead Cells is but really I can, that's good. not exclusive. I, I don't know. I'm not saying exclusive because you don't want get forget exclusive. You just want gaming experience. And that is a game you can play on the go. Yeah, it's it, Shovel Knight. Okay, Stardew Valley, Hollow Knight. Mm, not exclusives. I want exclusives. Shug Knight. Shug Knight. <laughs> You're just, just, just saying Knight. I'm just listing knights. <laughs> um, there's lots of reasons to buy. Maybe not now because we're still waiting on. You when info. Smash comes out, maybe. But Smash as well. That's no that 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 was that was a tempting one. That was a tempting one. But I mean, the, the biggest reason I always used to buy Nintendo with consoles is now on everything, which is Monster Hunter World, Monster yeah. Hunter, and now I can get it anywhere. So yeah, I just realize I'm on I'm on holiday when Smash comes out. So Jake will have to play with that himself. I'm already first in line to I've help got, him with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've volunteered. I might just I'm, get a Japanese copy. I'm probably even going to get the adapter so I can use the uh, Game GameCube controller. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be all about beating everybody up with Jigglypuff, like a boss. You put your Jigglypuff back in. Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> Represent. What a lovely way to finish this episode. Uh, so that's everything for today. Yes, that's all for the... Full Dark Souls review on the site. Yes. Eight out of ten. Uh, more in-depth uh, review can be found there, and it's like thirty-four ninety-nine. So you're not playing full price for it. That's, so that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty if you've good. never Dark Souls before, yeah, and you I'd have get a this Switch, if you've got a Switch, jump in. Cool. Yeah. That's all for the Trusted Reviews Patch Notes podcast. I've been Jordan, the games writer. I've been Alistair Stevenson, reviews editor. I've been Phil Kelly, video producer. Jake Tucker will be back tomorrow, and uh, you can listen to this podcast every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Thanks Goodbye. for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye.